brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. J-Ma. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, McLean McGowan. It is a pleasure to be here with you. Taking a moment to close your eyes if you can, grounding into your own body, your own space. If you've been with your babies and your kids all day, just taking this moment to come back to you. Deepening the breath. Noticing where you might be holding any tension, any tightness, where you might be feeling really open and free, and allow the breath to come in, oxygenating the blood, relaxing and gently stimulating the nervous system. Coming back to your true self your higher self. And if you'd like to listen with your eyes closed, please do so. And if not, come back, putting the eyes, wiggling your fingers and your toes. Today I am going a bit beyond what I've been sharing thus far on this podcast. And it's something, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I post about. I don't post as much as I could or maybe I should or certainly not as much as I want to about this topic because it is so divisive. It is pretty much the biggest divisive topic right now. Although in COVID, it is also masks or no masks. But what I'm talking about is the topic of vaccinations, our medical freedom, and all that is going on in that realm. And there's so much information. This is a topic that is a lifetime of work. It is something that I will continue to speak out about and share information about. But it truly is a massive, massive topic. And If you're listening and you have not gone on that journey, I hope that this is an entry point. And I know for a lot of you that feel the same way I do, this will be just more affirmation hearing from a mother who's experienced some of these issues that you are as well. And if you have never heard about these things or if you um, have big feelings about people questioning their medical freedom, then I hope that you can listen to this with an open heart. And my intention for this podcast is to share mother to mother, period. I think what we need to be doing overall in general in the world right now is listening to mothers, listening to women who know their children better than anyone else. And we have not been respected We have not been looked at as the crones and the elders in our current society. In many Native American traditions, every decision for the tribe would be be held in council with the grandmothers of the tribe because wars and fighting and anything putting your life on the line will come under great scrutiny if you're talking to a mother or a grandmother, right? Because these are the people that created life and gave life and supported life. We do not take it lightly. And that is my intention here is to share a story mother to mother with Shiva Rose, who is such 
an incredible light being, a woman, a mother, a business owner. You know, she's been in the wellness and beauty realm for many, many years, decades. And she is just a really beautiful resource. And I wanted to have her on because she has started sharing more and more on her Instagram platform about how she healed her youngest daughter from vaccine injury. And I know hundreds and hundreds and thousands of women reach out to her and have been curious about the protocol that she used on her daughter. And she has been sharing that more and more on her Instagram, losing tons of followers, getting tons of shit for it. And I celebrate her and I celebrate her courageousness and her bravery in discussing this because this topic is something that is a secret. There are so many people that have not vaccinated their kids that you would assume would. And the opposite holds true as well. And the fact that we can't respect each other's decisions and medical decisions and just freely talk, you know, sister to sister, mother to mother about it, um, I find frightening. And it is such a traumatic minefield to walk through, especially this past year in California, which is when I became very rocked by this topic. And our medical freedom was taken from us. And that, in effect, is anti-American. Full stop. And in California, we no longer have medical exemptions and we no longer have personal belief religious exemption as well. Um, And if you actually go back and read the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, medical freedom is spoken about many times. It is one of the founding pillars of this country. So again, I am not interested in whether you personally vaccinate or don't vaccinate. I believe that you have the power as a human being to make that decision for yourself and your children. And I expect the same. And I expect everyone to give everyone else the same respect. So that is my intention here. I know this is divisive. I know it's scary. I know that it is so triggering. It is breaking couples up. It is ruining families. It is um, causing us to lose family members or friends in our lives. And um, I know this because many, many of you reach out to me every single day. And this is for you. This is for all of us. May we come together. May we be able to speak about the uncomfortable things. May we be able to say, that's not my experience, but that is what you experienced. And I respect that. And I believe you. I believe mothers. I believe mothers. Above Big Pharma. Always. And I always will. And we must... We must come together in unity over this because hundreds of thousands of children and babies are being severely injured on our watch. Many are dying. Many are paralyzed. Many are in diapers for the rest of their lives. And I won't go into all of it, but, you know, it's something to really think about all of the so-called childhood illnesses that we just think are normal now because they're familiar, are not normal. There's no reason why, you know, tubes and ears and adenoids and type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, childhood cancers, ADHD off the charts, um, peanut allergies to the point of death, food sensitivities to dairy, gluten, soy, corn, eczema psoriasis, learning difficulties, not meeting milestones when kids were, all of these things that we kind of look at as like, oh yeah, they're childhood issues. Why are they? Because we weren't seeing those 100 years ago. We weren't seeing those 50 years ago. We weren't even seeing that 35 years ago. A lot changed in 1986. And I will add that to show notes. If you're interested, the 1986 Act, the film has just come out and it's a really incredible film showing what happened in 1986 when government and big pharma made a deal where no vaccine makers could be held accountable or liable for any injury and death. 
And that is where all of this really started. Because I am not philosophically against vaccinations. What I am against is billion dollar companies, which they all are vaccine makers now, can create as many vaccines as they want without correct testing that every other pharmaceutical or drug that you see in Walgreens has been tested over and over and over again. They don't have to do that and they aren't held liable. So it's truly like just shooting fish in a barrel. So please do your research if you're having questions. I know it's a massive topic um, and it's being censored. It's being greatly, greatly censored on YouTube, the internet. Don't look at Google if you're looking for information. And um, we're going to look back. We're going to look back at this time and just find it unbelievable. And I'm praying that through this COVID time that people awaken and really start to ask questions before more mandates are pushed down the line. So sending love out to all of you, placing a hand on your heart, I'm placing a hand on my heart. May this conversation be met with a listening ear, an open heart, compassion for other mothers, other mothers' journey. And for decisions from your past that you regret, we are all doing the best that we can as we journey through motherhood. We only know what we know when we know it, but when we know better, we must take action. J-Ma. Hi, Shiva. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such an honor to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And I know you've got a lot going on, so thank you for taking the space and the time. And there's so much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just started listening to your podcast, uh, oh, and I love yeah. it. Oh, I love it. You. And you pulled those cards mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm ordering now. I actually just pulled one for us. Oh, good. <laughs> before we, because I like to pull one before each interview just to kind of set the tone. And it was one I actually shared the other day, which was Puma. And oh. it was, um, here, I'll just read a, a second of it because I think it actually might resonate because, of course, we've been chatting before hitting record, as I always do. <laughs> um, but the Puma was just, I was like, of course I pulled Puma today. It says, I am Puma. I awaken within you the vigorous energy fierce power and ability to act without hesitation when the moment is right. My patience and strategy, my preparation and precision, my fearlessness and decisiveness are now your own. Allow my sacred medicine to fill your soul and bring courage to your heart. You have come into your power. Mm, Isn't that good? Is so good. <laughs> I'm ordering those. Th these cards have literally uh, gotten me through this COVID, whatever it is. It, yes. Um, because every day I'm just like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I've been doing the moon cards. I don't know if you oh, I don't know those. Um, I'll have to get them. Okay. They're lovely. Mm, They're lovely okay. I'm always liking knowing about new cards. So like I was saying earlier, my intention for this interview with you was to speak mother to mother and just really honor everyone's journey as a mother or soon to be mother when it comes to our medical freedom and really learning to trust our intuition as mothers and hear your journey with your own children when it comes to health and wellness and your journey with vaccinations and how you have done so with such grace, you know, and you've shared on your platform for a long time in ways that, you know, those of us interested could decipher what you're saying, but you've more recently come out more publicly about it. And that was why I was so called to ask you to share your story because so many of my women, friends, clients, we're all feeling a lot right now, whether you do vaccinate or don't vaccinate. Um, it, it does feel like a very, probably the most divisive topic right now. So I'm just honored that you could make the space and time to come on and chat about this with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, I feel so 
I know connected to you because I just started listening to your podcast and <laughs> I'm so enjoying it and I'm so honored to be here. Thank you Thank so you. much. But yes, it's been, I feel uh, that this is one of the most divisive issues right now, probably besides the mask wearing or not wearing. I think mm-hmm. the, the second most divisive issue is the vaccinations. And it's mm-hmm. it's so wild to me that you can talk about almost anything yeah. um, without without uh, a reaction, but this just sparks the most, <laughs> you know, passionate discourse. Yeah. Um, like immediately it's just like a fire is lit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuse. And I guess I've been thinking a lot about why is that? And I guess maybe because it's a, maybe because if you don't subscribe to this, uh, idea then it sort of like will it's like a domino effect and maybe it just, it's just like pulling the string off, off maybe a whole, bunch of ideas and ideologies. And maybe that's what's so terrifying. I, I, I often wonder why is this yeah. a thing, you know, um, that's pushing us all over to the edge. And a lot of us are becoming one topic voters mm-hmm. for the next election where it's going to be, uh, and you know, I'm pro environment. I'm pro women's right to choose. I'm, I'm, I've always been a liberal and a uh, I mean, I'm an artist for God's sakes. I've been like, you know, my whole life. <laughs> but it feels like this topic mm-hmm. is going to be my right as an American and having medical freedom over my body and my children's bodies. is going to determine my voting uh, pattern. And yeah. that's kind of incredible that, that yeah. I, I mean, I'm shocked at myself. Even totally. No, I know. But I just think like nothing else matters as much because I'm just like I have the right to choose what I do to my body. I don't think any government institution should should um, tell me what to do with my body. I I feel the same way with the right to either vaccinate myself and my children or not. I think that's my decision Um, and my right as an American. And I'm so proud to be an American. I'm half American. Mm -hmm. I'm half Iranian. And I've had the luxury of living in, I grew up in Iran for 10 years. So I tell people, you know, I, I am more of an American sometimes than Americans because I've lived elsewhere. I've lived in a third world country. I know how hard it is. I know what a gift it is that I've been arrested three times for protesting three times during the Iran Iraq war and then other times for environmental reasons it's such a it's such a gift that I can speak and and be true to my beliefs but I feel like those rights the things that I love and adhere so much to being an American are slowly being taken away mm. uh, and I and I fear for that day when I won't be able to speak anymore when I won't be able to maybe it'll come out maybe people will come after me you know through my business or through my family or who knows but it's not through um it's like that freedom that I felt like we had once is slowly being taken away, which is a tragedy. It's, it gets chills when you're saying that. And I do think mm-hmm. that's such a, a really poignant piece to this is, you know, I've been in America my whole life and I took it for granted. I mean, I think that's something that's huge on this topic is that for those of us that have investigated or have injured children or just want sovereignty of our own bodies and are questioning that mainstream narrative, it is very scary to see your rights being taken away as we've all been raised to feel like our, our inalienable rights, right? Like that is our right as an American. And um, to be honest, like I lived in a very easy, white, privileged bubble, you know, and this is really the first topic that put a fire under me like no other, you know, mm-hmm. um, not only for my own children, because, you know, I have, I've done it always with them, but um, on behalf of all the mothers that are suffering with broken hearts because their children were injured mm-hmm. and for people to not be questioning that or having empathy towards that, you know, tens right. of thousands of these women are thrown under the bus, you know, and oh, it was so interesting. And I think that um, what you were saying about, you know, it's, it's no longer like red versus blue right now in, our, in going through our elections. It's really like what topics matter the most to you? What are you most called for? And people are going to be voting for that. And it's shocking, you know, because I, I mean, I'm, I don't feel like I'm part of any party, to be honest. When I flew up to, um, this is actually getting more political than I planned to, but when I flew up <laughs> last fall 
um, to Sacramento when um, the protests were happening with the medical freedom, which we lost. Mm -hmm. Gavin Newsom voted, you know, against what his people wanted. And literally, and it it, it probably bring me to tears, hundreds of women were banging on the walls, crying and screaming. Mm. A lot of them with their injured children, with their injured Mm. babies. No politician came to speak to any of us, any of them. Mm. No one even respected them as a human being. And that's when I was like, this is such a bigger thing. This is such a bigger topic. And the only politicians that came and spoke and finally made it out and supported our cause were the Republican men. And it Mm. was coming from that place of, this is our right as Americans, you know, that you can be here protesting and telling us what you need. And it was just, it was such a, an eye-opening experience for me. (laughs) And again, I don't, I don't call myself a Republican. I don't call myself a Democrat anymore. You know, I've broken up with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I know, me too. I'm starting with libertarians right now. Yeah, a friend of mine was saying we should start the mother party. And I'm like, yes. Well, I was thinking that. Right? Yes. We should should start our own party because there's... What is more powerful than a mother who's protecting her her young, her young cubs? Exactly. Something happened to me years ago, one of the most traumatic things, which I, I never share, but maybe because being feeling safe in your presence. Mm. Um, but somebody tried to attack my daughter and I, and I came up with this brute strength that I, I, I never, to this day, I'm like, who was that person? <laughs> who did that damage where they, wow. you know, almost disfigured somebody with a tricycle? Like I was able to lift a tricycle and like, Hurt someone. I mean, I don't even know where that came from. I'm like, you know, I think a dainty person. Like, you are. You're so like etheric (laughs) and divine feminine. But yeah, it's that fierceness. Like, it will be called up if if questioned. It will be called up. Like those mamas that can Mm -hmm. lift cars off their babies, you know, with supernatural strength. And I feel like we need. It's a collective issue right now, and it's almost like with the environment. I feel like we need to you know, it's, uh, it's like, it's like connected to the environment. The environment is suffering. You know, when all those fires were happening, I was like, my soul was just weeping for the Amazon and for Siberia and for California. And every day those fires were just burning and burning and burning. And I feel like it's sort of like a, it, it, it just reaches a point where then finally that mama energy comes in and enough is enough. So I think medical freedom is one of the things that I, I love about being an American and, um, and we will see what happens. We will, we will see history will show itself. And, um, I think I, I can only go from my own experience. I can only be, uh, uh, I started to tell you earlier, I had to become my own healer, my own doctor at a very young age because my, after the birth of my first daughter in my mid twenties, I, I had, uh, lots of autoimmune issues and that sort of got me onto the track of trying to figure out why. And I realized there is a correlation between um, everything, between our diet, between our beauty skincare, between our the chemicals in our home. And this is way before the internet. This is way before it was chic to be green. Um, I mean, I was in Hollywood. I was an actress. This is not, it was not the time. So amazing. <laughs> but um, thank you. But it was really necessity that made mm-hmm. me, it wasn't, it wasn't thinking that it would be someday something Right. You just had to heal yourself because no one else was. Exactly. And this is, I think I told you earlier, this is pre-internet. So I had to research and read books. And I read uh, Dr. Christian Northrup's book, um, Healing uh, Bodies, Healing Wisdom. And that saved my life because um, I finally, it also made me feel like I wasn't alone because I started to make the correlation between I had to get steroids for autoimmune issues and then I would get cysts you know, ovarian cysts at the age of 30. And I, I remember, you know, the doctors would never say that it was the reason, but I kind of figured it out myself. And, and so although Western allopathic medicine is incredible, I'm not, I'm not dismissing it. Like if you break a limb or if you need heart yeah. surgery, I mean, these are like incredible things we have that are, uh, that are available to us now. Um, however, I think there's also, you know, the, the other side of it, we have to look at the collateral damage and, um, with certain things and really do our research. So that's what it taught me. Really do our research. If I had known that I was going to get ovarian cysts from steroids, I wouldn't have done them. <laughs> you know, I ended up, I ended up going to Chinese medicine at the end and acupuncture and herbs. And I was able to heal my, my ovarian cysts that wow. way. And then how long did that take? 
Uh, oh gosh, I think it was on and off for a few years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like an easy, because now of course I know you need more minerals, you need more greens, you need to clean your liver. Um, you need, um, you know, there's so many things to get the, I was estrogen dominant. I didn't know that at the time. There's so many things. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about the time we're living in now, you know, cause you're, you, you help a lot of mothers with all the beautiful things we have, like the, um, availability to what nutrition to take how to balance our hormones, our nervous system, all the things that we didn't know then, which I'm so grateful we know now. Um, So anyways, that started me on my path. And then uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I started my blog, The Local Rose, because I was transitioning from acting and I wanted to get closer to to the earth. And I was raising my two daughters in the Waldorf tradition, Rudolf Steiner's beautiful um, philosophy on, on life. Uh, so I just started the local rose and that sort of took me down a deeper rabbit hole of health and wellness and what we put into our bodies. And, um, and then I started my beauty line after that, but it's been, it's been an amazing journey when you think about it. So, um, all coming from healing yourself, from healing myself. And I was able to sort of, because I lived in Iran as a, as for 10 years as a child, and I had a lot of immunizations that possibly many Americans didn't have smallpox and other ones for traveling. And I think maybe that spurred some of the autoimmune issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so later with my first daughter, I, I didn't want to get her vaccinated. Um, you know, uh, and she, she's older now and she, she didn't have any vaccinations. She was very healthy and robust. And then she had to get some for college uh, a few years ago, like four years ago. And then she developed Epstein-Barr. So, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm trying not to, not to give, um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to give a, um, a diagnosis, Yeah, but this is just my, this is your journey. Yeah. My journey. And then with my younger daughter, um, she ended up getting the DTaP vaccine. We were traveling and there, there are many reasons how that happened. And I noticed a major shift in her, major shift. And so she's 14 now and it's taken me 12 years probably to detox her from um, the things that I think happened. Um, so it's been, again, it's, 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 you, you learn, <laughs> you learn this way. Yeah. Um, but the good news is that there are things we can do. And I, I think when I posted this on my Instagram about my personal experience, um, yes, there were some haters and some bullies and I, I lost followers, but the majority of moms that, that, I mean, I can't, it brings tears to my eyes like that. And then the ones that are, are, re, you can feel their pain. Like, what can I do? Tell me what you did. What are the, what are the things that I can do to mitigate this? What can I, you know, the guilt, the, 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 the regret, the, I mean, it's, I know there's nothing worse for a mama than those feelings. So I ended up posting a bunch of remedies. So I do think that, again, we have access to so much now and there are things we can do to mitigate mm-hmm. mitigate problems. Yeah. And I will share all your things, how people can see and reach you in the show notes too. So if people are listening and are interested to see your protocol and obviously do their own research, but that's like a nice starting point. But it was so brave of you and everyone that has been awakened today are on this journey. Um, it does mean so much when someone that you look to speaks on this, because again, it's not saying do this or don't do that. It's this is your journey and you're sharing from a place. And I mean, I have a much smaller following than you do, but I still get those DMS and messages and it's heartbreak. And the fact that we feel like we can't discuss these things um, because of all the hate, like I just, I'm, I don't want to be a part of that. You know, it's, um, it's so not the sister to sister vibe. We should all be coming together. And I do think what you're speaking to earlier is like why this is such a divisive topic is for those of us that have vaccinated, if we admit that we were bullied into it or hadn't done our due diligence or were coerced into doing it because of our partner, we hold a lot of shame and guilt for that. Like that any decision that we personally made has injured our child and that's devastating. But I just want to say to any mother that's listening that might be feeling that you only know what you know when you know it. 
And we weren't taught to question these things. We've trusted our doctors for generations now above all else. And now is the time where we can start to remedy and heal that. Yes. Um, and I feel that within myself, you know, why, why didn't I do such and such? Why didn't I stand up? But you know what? It's all part of the journey. And like you said, there are so many ways that we can bring more healing to it if there are yeah. your children. And, um, and even if you vaccinate, I mean, that's what like my whole thing is. It's like, I don't have really any opinion on what people do or don't do. I want every woman or every family to do what's right for them. Yeah. But that's medical freedom. Like you do you, I'll do me. Exactly. You know, that's what and being an American way, is. We are all different. Also. Exactly. Exactly. Like somebody may have a reaction to penicillin and someone may right. have a reaction to antidepressants and exactly. we're not all made the same. And that's the thing that I don't understand either is that it's yeah. like one vaccine for all. It just cannot be possible that all our bodies are the same. It's like the African-American community. I posted this and I had to take it down. I got, you know, people, and I didn't, I don't understand. I was like, I'm like trying to explain to people, no, I'm, I think it's, I think this is part of the racism is that yes. we need to address this. In African-American communities, autism goes up 244% in boys with vaccine boys. And I saw this firsthand because I did some work in South Central a couple of years ago. And I remember being at the park in South Central and wondering, like hanging out there and going, what's, there's something different about the, and I, and I, and I now know, I think it's the vaccinations and those mamas can't go to work. They can't put food on their table unless their kids are in daycare. They have no choice, but to get no their choice. kids vaccinated. And then they're 244% more likely to get autism. How is that not racism? It's like totally systemic racism in our medical it system. It is systemic racism. And I, and I feel like that's like, and I, know, and I, and when people, you know, wonder, I know a mama who has two severely autistic boys, South Central mama. Like I've seen her, my friend of mine works with, is trying to help her kids. And it's like, and I'm still talking like they, they're like, you can't, I don't know how she does it. Unreal. Like, I don't either. Behavioral. I mean, it's like, I can't even, I just don't know the strength. I guess they say God gives you whatever you can handle. She can handle a lot. But it's but just, it's truly horrifying. I mean, the people, that many people are living this way and they can't afford, you know, I mean, one of the, the things that I'm giving my daughter right now to spray in her mouth to release heavy metals is like 80 bucks for a little the bottle. T the, T know? the TR, the TR it's, thing. Um, it's zeolite. It's a zeolite, zeolite, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm using it too for heavy metals. I've used zeolite, but I started giving my daughter this one. I'll show you, but she okay, passes great. out, like passes out. It's happened twice. Wow. And I'm realizing it's this detox spray. Like she'll, pass wow. out for two hours. And now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't give it to her anymore. She's oh, become my guinea pig, my daughter. <laughs> in a good way. I hope people don't come out. Yeah. You know, in a good way. No. I mean, she's overcome so much. I mean, she's dyslexic, ADHD and this and that. I mean, she's like, she, I'm like amazed at how she's overcome all of this. And I do believe it's from all the things that I've been blessed enough to have the, the, the financial abundance to purchase and buy for her. I mean, that's the other thing. It's, it's, it's a luxury that I can give her organic foods and, you know, um, selenium and zinc and glutathione and glutamine and, you know, uh, all the things that I'm able to give her. I mean, thank God. <laughs> I know. It just, I mean, that's the thing is it just really, it breaks my heart that all these kids, especially going in the public system, the public school system now where you're mandated. I mean, it's in the private too, but I feel like there's a little bit more wiggle room. But if you're in state funded schools, there's no room for genetic anything. And the fact that our religious freedoms are being taken away. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know. I just feel more and more like in some ways, the beautiful part about religion that I've been reading lately is the fact that we are you know, certain religions is that we are perfect as we are, mm -hmm. you know, how, how can we, how, our bodies and our immune systems are pretty incredible. We're like, we're just dissing our immune system yeah. Yeah. by thinking that a vaccine is going to, you know, there's so many areas, which I don't want to go into because I know it'll cause a maelstrom, yeah. but you know, even things with, like I was reading today about the Spanish influenza may have been caused mm -hmm. from um, from vaccines. I mean, yeah. I don't know this, so please don't come after me, but, but there's been research recently done about, about that. And uh, I mean, there's so much we don't know. I'm so the first to admit, 
You know what? I don't know about COVID. I'm the first one to say, I don't know. I don't know yeah. much about it. And I don't, I don't know where to stand. So I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. But as far as vaccine and what's happened to myself and my children, that I know for me what's happened. So I can talk about that. Exactly. Because uh-huh. that's what you see. You, you know when your child's behavior is drastically different. And how, drastically so how, did, how did that show up for, for you guys or for her? Was it like a couple yeah. days later or, and then what were the signs? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it happens. You know, it's like, it's, it happens. Um, you know, some of the, the, the side effects that you see like fever and, and, um, maybe flu like symptoms. She was too. And then slowly the motor skills started to go off and then the teachers started to say something and then there was a tension. And then it was like, I could, I started noticing her with other children. Like it was just like a gradual thing. But I remember, I remember definitely there was, she was a normal, completely normal, not that she isn't normal, whatever that means, but she was a, as far as like the milestones you know, and all the that. milestones, mm-hmm. everything was fine until about two and a half. So, and then, um, things shifted. Um, but again, it's like, it's like, maybe this is, then you get into the new age beliefs. Maybe the, these are the children too, that are going to save us. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. my yeah. daughter has such an innate ability to grow things. Mm. Like she grows things out of melon husks. And, you know, I mean, I'm just amazed at what she just touches a seed and it grows. Like, so she has this ability, which I don't have. And maybe this is the thing. These children are going to be rescuing our earth somehow. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. I truly do. So have you, have you been homeschooling her or has she been in a school or what does that look like for you also in your next chapter? Yeah, she's been going to a wonderful school in Woodland Hills, Topanga area. Um, but now, um, yeah, now I think all schools are asking for, for uh, vaccinations because the religious exemptions are gone. But we're moving to Texas. We're moving to Texas because it's a new chapter from myself. Seems like I change chapters every 10 years. So <laughs> this is my hey, next chapter. Decade. Yeah, it's exciting. Yes, yes, it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm really... And nervous and excited, um, but there, you know, Texas is, still has religious exemptions. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that state. Yeah. I'm grateful that Texas is taking a lot of us Californians in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> the mass uh, exodus out of LA. <laughs> <laughs> mass exodus. But I always mm-hmm. say, like, Texas is like moving to another country. It's yeah. not like moving to another state. I mean, I. The, listen, it's not going to be the, the, I'm not going to have air one. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to have a 72 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to have, you know, the ability to walk barefoot in my garden. I mean, you know, it's a whole different terrain. Yeah, it is. Um, however, it's like, I really admire their independent spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're you're not going to be telling Texans what to do anytime mm-hmm. soon. Mm-mm. Um, so that's, that's the great thing. What I love, I, I just recently heard that, you know, we're all on a grid, on an electrical grid, America, but if the grid goes out, Texas has its own electrical grid. Oh, wow. It's the only state because of something in 1812. So again, wow. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's I'm so like, ironic <laughs> because I mean, I think that's going to happen, you know, sooner than later, the grids, it's going to go off for a couple days and like, you're going to have the best Wi-Fi out in the boonies in Texas, <laughs> but I won't be able to reach any of my sisters in California. <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it's, it'll be an interesting chapter. And part of it, you know, it's because I, I have, my partner is a Texan, full blown Texan. So he wasn't moving here. So I, I'm moving there to be with him and we bought land. Uh, in hill country and we're going to grow things and we're cultivating the land and really going to the earth. But the other reason, which now I realize is also the vaccines. I mean, I didn't know it at the time I did it for love, but uh, this is, I think two years ago, I made the decision. And since then we've had all these things happen. So I almost feel like divine source or God or spirit or Something is guiding us on this track because I will not vaccinate my younger one. I mean, that there is no way after 12 years of cleaning her out, <sighs> you would have to, yeah. I don't know what you're going to have to do to me. <laughs> and now it's global too. So it's not even like we can move to another country and, you know, like that always seems like the out, but that's not the out anymore. Well, that worries me because traveling is one of the joys in life, you know, know and I want to be able to travel and. But it hasn't happened yet, right? We still, yeah. we don't have to. There's, st- the, there's the, still hope. 
but it, it really does come back to all of us fighting for that, whether, you know, it's, it's such a bigger issue than vaccinating versus non-vaccinating. It's really the medical freedom that we have sovereignty to make these decisions for ourselves. And I want that for every other American too. Exactly. Whatever your beliefs are, you know? Exactly. I do hear that there's, I mean, I just can't imagine every country in the world is going to be going on board with that, but you know, um, it's just, South Dakota will never. I don't know if you you know about that governor. No, she's she's said that they will never have mandated vaccines there. She it's will secede. I know. So there's a few pockets. <laughs> a few pockets. Well, how did your oldest daughter deal with with her vaccination injury, or I don't know if you need or symptoms or however well, you want to like again it's been a gradual situation right. she suddenly you know she'll call me and be like mom i just have no energy i'm mm -hmm. so tired mom i don't know what's wrong with me i hate you know i'm so lethargic and i'll be like well do this take this take iron do this do it take mm -hmm. did you eat protein and then you know she was diagnosed with um epstein bar and um so i think it's been you know sort of a gradual process again to figuring out and I don't know if anyone would, oh, well, this is another one. Apparently, all her friends have had the um, HPV, yes, and they all have ovarian cysts and um, other issues around hormones and knock on wood, you know, she's, she doesn't have that. She's like, mom, you were the crazy oh, mom who wouldn't God. vaccinate. She was like, you were the only mom who didn't give me, give us that when I was 16. You know, um, that's a that's huge a blessing. I mean, that is so brave that you didn't, you know, because that's one of the worst ones. That's one of the worst ones. I mean, I think there's going to be some shifts though. I know there's a couple lawsuits with yeah, paralyzed girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we have to, we have to decide on our own. We have to decide who knows better than us for our mothers, what's right for us. I mean, our intuition is so keyed in, you know, like a, like a mama, mama knows when her baby needs milk. Like, how are we, how can the government tell us that we don't have that ability? That's also, I think, what triggers the mothers so much. Yes. Yeah. Basically someone coming in and saying that you have no instincts for your child. Oh, don't get me started. And nothing really cuts me to the core like that. You know, that anyone's assuming that they know better than I do. That's been up with my babies that grew them, that birthed them, that fed them. You know, it's, it's such a sin against women in general that I get so fired up about. Um, yeah. and I think that is why it's so divisive because we know when we've been perpetrated against and we know when we've allowed it to happen. And it's, mm. it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. Yeah. There was a site. Oh, Believe Mothers. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yeah. But I, I thought that was so powerful. Mm -hmm. There's like, nothing really else to say. It's just like Believe Mothers. But yeah. also, what, what do they have to gain? Right. These, there's, there was one site of these hot moms. They were in Sacramento. You might have seen them. Mm -hmm. They were like dressed mm -hmm. in like Jesse Cam. Yeah, totally. Like really stylish. I was like, wow, yeah. these moms are hot. I know. They started a revolution. They, they truly did. But I was like, what do they have to gain? I mean, really, truly, yeah. they have so many things they need to be doing. They don't need yeah. to go to Sacramento and just be protesting. Like what? It's just, uh, but, and then also follow the money. Yeah. Who has, who's going to gain from this? Who, who makes, you know, something like that? I forget the exact amount, a couple billions of dollars a year. Um, how much do the doctors make when they vaccinate? Um, why aren't the inserts of the vaccines available for us to read? There's so many questions. Where's the so blind placebo? Where's the blind placebo test? Why can't we sue a vaccine company for an injury? You know, all these things we can, any other drug company can get sued. Yeah. You know, there's so many questions. So all I would say is to mamas, new mamas is just do your research. Don't choose one, one thing or the other. Do your research. That's yeah. all. Just, just do the most research you can do. And then, you know, you made the right decision, whatever exactly. that is. Exactly. And it's different for every family. And, you know, the, the thing that I constantly come back to the mantra is where there is risk, there must be choice with everything. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going in for cancer treatment, you are given the pros and the cons, and then you are able to make an educated decision. 
that right. does not exist when you go into your well visits. And, um, you know, that's the bottom line where there's just, that's the bottom line. And also when you're, when you have the vitamin K shots, what the hell is the vitamin K shot for? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is that? And then the flu vaccine when you're pregnant, what, I mean, you can't get a flu vaccine, the vaccine, right? Because the virus, if we had an ability to get a, a vaccine, we would have had one for AIDS. We would have had one for Ebola. We would have had one for herpes. We would have had one. You yeah. can't get a virus, a vaccine, because it's, it mutates. Mutates so constantly. So- and we're actually then creating worse ones, right? Because they're all mutating. I mean, it's like the same thing that happened with the overuse of antibiotics. You know, we create these super bugs. Mm-hmm. But and I think that's yeah. the next, that's the thing we really have to worry about, right? Is the yeah. super bugs. Yeah. And that'll be, you know, our own faults for creating that. And as I was sharing earlier, I, w- I just watched, it just was released the 1986, The Act, mm-hmm. which is the new film, which really shows the legal side of this topic. And 1986 is when our U.S. government signed with vaccine creators that they would not ever be liable. And it actually started off with good intentions. And it, it mutated. So it's a really important film, whether you vaccinate, whether you don't, whether you're curious, whether you just want to educate yourself more. It's something that everyone should see to really see the legal side of all of this and the history of our country when it comes to vaccinations. Because, you know, we haven't yeah. just like magically gotten here. It's been three decades now of um, a huge right. PR campaign. And also the, and the amount yeah. Right. I mean, I think our, you and I were probably close to the same generation. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we were somewhat able to handle whatever it was, you know, yeah. but now it's like 69 to 80. Yeah. It? It's Which just, is, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, and also ask what's in the vaccines. That's the other thing, which I think what I think is fascinating right now, which I love, which I may get into hot water for saying this, but I love, I mean, again, I'm, I'm pro choice. But um, the fact that pro-lifers now are sort of in agreement, the far-right Christian with the far-left liberals, I mean, there's something beautiful happening right now. Because they don't want aborted fetal cells in the vaccines of their children, which exist. Which exist. And I don't want them either. I mean, there's there's actually, there's fetal organs that are, I mean, when you read about it, uh, I don't, you know, that's a whole nother... Yeah, no, there's so many rabbit holes. <laughs> but anyways, I think it's a beautiful thing. A friend of mine was saying how she's way deep up in an organ where it's all very right, yeah. like really right. And then there's far, far left. And it's almost like they're meeting and creating a whole new it's so interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. Because it's freedom. Yeah. They both agree in freedom. Yes, they. some of them want you know, guns and <laughs> lefts want some free yeah. organic food, you know, yeah. rights. But it's an amazing that we all want the same thing. And this is what our country's founded on. Yeah. So 100%. Oh, and then so you'll continue with your skincare line when you're in Texas? Yes, I will continue with my skincare line. And um, I have a moon course that I've just um, put out yeah, on my... It looks amazing. Thank you, because I love, I, I, the moon has been very healing for me, and it's taught me a lot about patriarchy and overcoming things. And, you know, at one time we, we worshipped uh, the moon, and then uh, that was replaced by sun worship. Um, and I feel like now there's a resurgence again to moon. A lot of women are, are seeking it out, and it's because we need it. We need the moonlight. We're we're actually deficient in moonlight. We used to be under the moon. We used to sleep under the moon. We used to work under the moon, and so the ultraviolet rays that we used to get would help us balance our hormones, balance our moods. Um, so oh, there's wow. so I much in the course. Oh yeah, no, it's oh, it's wow. amazing, and you get vitamin D from the moon. Believe it or not, mm. there's so much. I'm really proud of my moon course and. Once COVID hit is when I launched it and I brought down the price to just $25 because it was sort of like my gift mm-hmm. to to people. And, you know, because I, how can you charge <laughs> what I was going to charge <laughs> pre-COVID, you know? That's so so it's, it's, I love that. It, thank you. And, it, and it's a wonderful way, I think, to connect to ritual, ceremony. Um, there's tonics in there. There's altars, new moon, full moon. There's a lot of... 
uh, one of the most fascinating chapters is about why some women bleed on the full moon, some women bleed on the new moon. Um, and it's all about being a white, white goddess uh, bleeder or red goddess bleeder. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it's really fascinating because I think if you bleed on the new moon, you're preparing your body for a baby. And when it's on the full moon, you're preparing it for a project. Like, you know, as we get older and mature, we birth other things into the universe, not just babies. So that's so interesting because I've always been a, well, as far as the past couple of years that I remember when I started attuning to it was I'm a full moon leader, but now it's kind of shifting more towards oh, new moon. I'm not having another baby ever. So I'm just saying that, but, uh, <laughs> but it's interesting how it, it changes too. That's so, it okay, well, I'm excited to do that course. Is that, how do, what does that look like? Is that like a membership, like a monthly thing or is it a no, one no, you it's buy? Just, um, it's um, on my Instagram. You can go local rose. There's on the bio, it's a Podia link. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go to my blog, thelocalrose.com and it'll come up right away. It's just a moon course. You pay oh. once and you have it at your disposal. You can do it anytime you like. Um, different chapters. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm excited. I feel like I did all these projects knowing that I was going to Texas and I may be off the grid. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is all sort of like what I did before. What a beautiful offering. Project. Thank you. And, you know, thank you for being such an OG healer in this realm, because I feel like, especially in LA, you really were one of the first, you know, in wellness, mm-hmm. quote unquote, like really laying the groundwork. So, you know, thank, thank you, you on behalf of all of us that have oh, learned from you and followed suit. And, you know, it's just incredible to see kind of like how, how our journeys as women and mothers um, take us yeah. we never saw, you know? No, definitely. They, they guide us, our children, right? I mean, yeah. I think if, uh, if it wasn't this fierce desire to keep my babies healthy, I probably wouldn't have gone so deep into the world of wellness. So yeah, they, they, can, they, they actually can guide us towards these places. Um, but I'm so grateful for all of you and people, sisters like you, and that we have this network. This is such a beautiful thing. Social media has its evils for sure, but it also has the light, which is connecting all of us so we don't feel so alone. (laughs) So true. So grateful. Well, thank you so much. I know you've got lots of packing to do. (laughs) And I can't wait to see and hear about your next chapter. And I'll let you know if I cross through Texas. Oh, please come (laughs) by. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. And I just so appreciate you and all that you do and all that you are. Thank you.